Did right. I do that? You, you just showed me a Pluot. Or Pluot, how do you say it? Pluot, yeah. That was something we talked about when you were here in person. I believe that was during our yes. discussion of No Retreat, No Surrender. Probably. I don't know how it came up, but I remember I, when you said that, I was like, oh, like a flashback. Like my brain came back. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, we did talk about that. I didn't know. I never heard of that fruit. Yeah. Can, you, can you hold it up again? That's good. It looks like a tomato apple. Slightly, yeah. It's usually a little bit bigger, a little bit greener, but this one's, it, it'll be good. I'll eat it later. What's it taste like? Hard to say. It's like a plum, plumish. Okay. Nectarine. Not quite peach. Plum and nectarine are nowhere near each other. <laughs> well, it's like it's kind of <laughs> kind of has the the texture of a of a plum and the flavor of a nectarine, maybe. Okay. Something like That's that. That's not bad. I, I like maybe. the squishiness of a plum. That thing looked like it was hard as a rock, though. It is hard. They're a little harder. Are they squishing up when they get a little ripe. Yeah, I mean, they will, but I think they taste better crunchy. They, they have a sweetness to them. They don't need to be too soft. Can you they're, send they're me one in the mail? Would that be okay? Oh, I, I was going to try, but I don't think it's going to make it. I don't have enough. Like I said, the, the, this fruit tree is... Just one. Just delivery. literally one. Well, I'm not going to send one in the mail. I, 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 send you... I need to try one. I'll get you one eventually. Don't worry. Okay, You'll okay. Because I, I am... Got, my I am... tree's got another 10, 20 years of development... Producing blue eyes. Okay. I'm a very, uh, like, I try weird things. Like, I love yes. uh, star fruit. Star fruit is fucking great. The fuck is star fruit? Star fruit is like a pear apple. But look at, okay. I'll show you an image. Uh, star fruit is actually really solid. Mm. It looks like it's the weirdest fucking thing. I mean, it's clearly, you'll see why it's named that. But star fruit's really good. It's right in the middle between pear and apple. Okay. Okay, there you go. Interesting. But this is what the fruit looks like, and this is what it looks why like when it's cut, which is why it's called star fruit. It's like cut in a star. Yeah, but it's it's uh, just juicy enough where it doesn't taste dry, but it has that dry flavor to it, if that makes sense, mm. of a pear. I love pears, so. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, star fruit solid. Um Oh, uh, welcome to LAW The Twilight in Review, episode 433, TZ 2019, 203, The Who of You. Let's do our intro, and then I'll get the opening playing, which is 20 minutes into the episode or something like that. Yeah, this had a really long cold open. Yeah, this show has that. It's 8 minutes, 21 seconds in. Here we go. Yeah. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the I dot the Twilight Zone. We feel the podcast begins now. I did Meet it. Harry Pine. Up until now, he's failed to realize that he's not the center of the world. But as you can see, he's also not entirely himself at the moment. Harry's mind is an uninvited guest in an unfamiliar body. He's about to go on a journey of self-discovery kind that's only possible here in the twilight zone hello wait we did that um but look at this I, my first problem is the bank floor looks like a, a floor of a studio apartment yeah okay look at this meet harry pine look at that it's a shitty ass uh, uh 
That's a dance studio. <laughs> That's a dance studio or just some abandoned nail salon that yeah. they that they threw some bank stuff in and, and called it a bank. No. Dick, this is my favorite episode of the 2019 entire series out of 20 episodes. This is my favorite one. I love I, this episode. I think it, you're right. It's a good episode. It's very good. Ethan Embry's great. I tried to tell you that, but I also I didn't want to oversell it. Because I, I, I know why you didn't like Nightmare at 30,000 feet. I get it. Whatever. Not for everyone. This episode, though, literally no social commentary. Here's just a cool sci-fi story. And it also has a little layer of actor playing someone else in their skin sort of thing. But it's right, so right, subtle right, right. only at the beginning and end. That's it. Well, I would say this is almost an anti-woke episode because it's talking about how white actors aren't working anymore because they go with mixed race people now, POCs, people of color. Like that was actually a memorandum when they went out in studios. We don't want to make white stories anymore. But that's what kind of made me laugh. Be like, wait a minute, this actor becomes a, 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 a black and white guy. He's a, a you know, he's a mixed race man. Yeah, Miss mixed race. Guy. That guy's in a ton of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. Good actor too. I love yeah. that guy. No, he's great. But uh, very handsome. I would love to trade up. I would be that guy in a second. Ethan, Ethan, uh, Daniel Sinjata. Sure, <laughs> that's who it is. Okay. And that, but the one thing I didn't like about the episode though was the twist ending was kind of stupid. Oh, the the twist the ending, secret. the secret is, is stupid. It's a little too. But, but much honestly, I'm not I'm not going to disagree. But I would say it's so minimalized; it doesn't matter yeah, no, that it, it doesn't bother me. It's such a it's, yeah. No, by that time it's like it's the last second thing. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, and he's like, it's over. I wish it would cut from him showing up at the door and knock, knock, knock. Her opening it and then his audition. And that's, they cut right. out him going, you know me? Like that yeah, part, right. I, I I agree. Yeah. Baby. It's the one weak point. I'll say this, Dick, and this is a bold stance for me as a Twilight Zone fan. This is in my top, like, maybe 10, 15 of all Twilight Zone. Wow, that's saying something. Including the original series. I love this episode. That's, I think it's wow. really well made. Yeah. Really well told and especially really well acted. Ethan Embry is having a fucking time on this episode. And I, during the original time we, uh, original review of this, which was back on one episode 178 on July 7th, 2020, it was me, Frank, Jansen, and Adam. Wow. I said, uh, I love Ethan Embry. I'd known him since the movie Dutch. Yeah. And when he had his other name, I forget what the other, his original last name was when he first started Ethan acting. Ethan Suppley. Ethan Suppley. <laughs> no. <laughs> he lost 6,000 pounds. <laughs> no, I, I, what was Ethan Embry's name in that movie in Dutch? It was not Embry. I can't remember. Because I remember, cause I'm like, I love this actor, and I followed him because I watched Dutch all the time. Mm. And then I saw him in something else, I'm like, Embry? That wasn't your last name <laughs> In Dutch, was it was it like Devonovich or something? Or um, like... No, I think his like dad adopted him or something like that. I'm looking it up right now. Here's the poster for Dutch. It was so Dutch, Dutch and Dutch. Ethan, oh my God, it's such a tiny font. Hold on. Dutch's was made by John Hughes. He didn't direct it, but Ethan Randall. Wow, that's a big leap. Yeah. Well, I think his mom got married and he took his name. And I was like, oh, kudos to him. 
Or maybe you thought Ethan Embry was a better name than Ethan Randall. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. But either way, I've known him. That's literally his third movie. Wow. Okay, miniseries, and then Defending Your Life, which is great, and then Dutch. <laughs> like, he was in Defending Your Life? Yeah, he was Steve. But I, And then I saw him, you know, when I was growing up as in Empire Records and Can't Hardly Wait and a bunch of other stuff. And this keeps going on and right. on and on. Yeah. And Vegas Vacation and all that. No. Just everything. And I've, I've always loved the guy. So I saw him in this and I'm like, oh, fuck. I love this actor. He's one of those guys I think of like, uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking on his fucking name now? From Scream. Oh, Jimmy Matthew Jamie. Lillard. I think of him oh. like that where I'm like, I love him. But he's not a huge household name. And then I saw him in this, and I'm like, oh, God, this show's going to ruin him. Like, it's going to just ruin my thoughts of Ethan. And I was like, no, no, this is actually, like, fucking solid. Like, I love this. No. I was so surprised and so happy. And uh, yeah. He did a horror movie called, I think, The Devil's Candy or something like that. When the hell was that? Like, he, plays like a, he plays a dad who used to be a rock star. And he's not a rock star anymore. I think he's a painter. And now he's an artist, or he's an artist that paints, and he's like going crazy because something's trying to kill him and his daughter. You reminded me of his his brief brief scene in um, Disturbing Behavior. He plays the older brother who killed himself in that movie, and in, in like mm. flashback scenes. That's how much in in the Ethan Embry I was. I remember him from that. Wow. Yeah. Good God. I'm an Ethan Embry well, fan. Oh, I want to look at the title of that movie. I I'm curious what you're talking crazy. about. Oh. Yeah, it's called like Devil, the Devil's how, Candy. How long ago like are we that. talking about? Uh, not too long ago, probably last uh, five years. Oh, the Devil's Candy. Yeah, here it is. I did see it. Yeah, I remember this poster. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember now. I'm seeing yeah, some still he, images. He's really good in that. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Actor. He's great in everything. Yeah, the man he's is underrated actor. as hell. I, I think. Yeah. He's, he's like one of those actors that just does his job and shuts the fuck up and stays out of the limelight. And He's in uh, Creepshow. He is. He's in episode of Pre- uh, Creepshow. I remember that because they did the posters, but I don't remember his episode. I don't either. He was like shredded yeah. in that movie. Oh, here it is. Oh, shit. Yeah, Devil's Candy 2015. I know. I'm pulling up the... Uh... No. I want to show his shredded body in this. No, oh, yeah, I got to read that. I never read that movie. I enjoyed it. That's pretty good. There's a segment where he's like, here it is. Ready? Look how shredded he is in this movie. Oh, yeah, no. He, he worked out, yeah. I think he's a just interesting. He's got like a sadness in his eyes. He's got a sadness. He does. Look, he looks just, sad. Just look at his performance, and he, he kind of has that like puppy dog. Mm-hmm. Like He always looks up like this. And he kind of just has he, like a... I've been abandoned a lot. <laughs> Look, he was only in one episode of Walking Dead. He was, but I'm trying to remember what the hell episode that was. I don't know. He just shows up in movies. It looks like he's like... He's he just, just one of those guys. He does one episode of like all these TV shows. It's kind of funny. That's a good way to go. If I was an actor, that's what I'd want to do. Yeah, fuck it. You, like, go do, you, you do an episode of my... Like, you know, maybe do three episodes a year. And oh, oh. He was. I believe he's in like 601... And it's that black and white episode where they're trying to bury up, they're trying to get the herd to go somewhere else. And I'm like, fucking oh, okay. Ethan. And then he dies before that episode's over. And he oh, wouldn't okay. shut the fuck up, if I remember correctly. He just keep talking, talking shit. And he gets okay. killed. And I was like, why introduce him? <laughs> like, The Walking Dead did it a few times with actors where they'd introduce someone and then kill him. Robert Patrick's okay. in an episode. 
and then he has a, a twin, and they both die in the same fucking episode. Right, yeah, you told me about <laughs> I was that like, one. come on. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, 2019 Twilight Zone. What do you think about this episode, especially coming as a hating the, hating the show more than I do? Uh, I, hate, I, I really hate this whole show so bad. But um, I really enjoyed this episode. Again, the performance of Ethan Embry, we hold it together. And um, everybody involved was, I mean, all the actors were pretty solid because they all played that, you're like, what's happening? Why am I here? And then when he, he has that uh, effeminate psychic, Ethan goes, oh, honey, I'm Keith. I'm Keith. It reminded me of um, Two Tears in a Bucket, motherfucker, on the Midnight of Garden of Good and Evil. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's the same guy. All I could think of when I'm watching it now, knowing what I know now, is he switches bodies willingly with Billy Porter, who's the psychic, and I went, does his new body have HIV? Yeah. Oh. Because I found out Billy, I love Billy Porter because he's an American Horror Story, so I, I'm a Billy Porter fan. He's he's great. Right. He just doesn't give a fuck what you think about him. Just does this thing. Love him. Was he in uh, the Kevin Smith movies? No, Kevin Smith. He's not Billy Porter. Keith, the the psychic. No, the he's black not, guy? No, no. He's in a he's in a bunch of American Horror Story seasons. Oh, I thought he, he I thought he was going to be the guy from Chasing Amy. No, the the black guy. No, no, Chasing no, Amy. different guy. Oh, okay. Billy Porter's oh. in a he he works with Ryan Murphy a lot. Like he's done a, a few shows with him. Oh, okay. So I'm not a big Ryan Murphy fan. Neither are you. No. But no. I like Billy Porter, the actor. So I saw him show up, and I'm like, all right, cool. I like Billy Porter. Okay. He seems like a relatable guy. And but the problem is, I found out he had HIV in real life, and all I could think about when he swapped his bodies was. How would that? <laughs> like, I'm trying to do the math, and I'm like, get out of my head. I'm like, stop ah! it. <laughs> like, it kind of ruined it for me now. I'm Keith. I have HIV. But I, oh, I no. do love, I love the the sci-fi of this episode. Yes. Which is, he looks you in the eye, you literally go, it goes, and right, you swap. Yeah. But if he swaps, if Ethan Embry's character swaps with someone else, you go back to your original body. Right. Which is interesting. I, I like that because that allowed there to be no like permanent damage on the yes. other person. Yes, and it allowed Ethan Embry to do an acting fest when he's with the cop. Right. To just, yes, exactly. Who's, I love when he comes in, the cop comes back in, he's like, all right, yeah, okay. so, and he's like, who's that? What's wrong with that yeah. mirror? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's talking about how broken, not me. how broken the mirror is. I love that. Oh. <laughs> That's great. It was well done. Now, it's great. And the whole thing, he's, a, he's an actor who is just a loser. He can't get a job to save his life, so he robs a bank. And in robbing the bank, he swaps places with the bank teller. And again, he was robbing the bank with a toy gun because it breaks. And it's obviously you see the caps. <laughs> and it's like, I don't think he'd get five years in prison. I think he'd probably get, because it was a first-time offense, he'd and probably he's white. get maybe, and he's white, and he's desperate, and he's sad. It'd probably be six months, if that. He wouldn't get five years. If you got five years of it. Well, if he had a gun, sure, maybe ten years. But I mean, but nowadays, she can rob anybody, and not go to prison at all. Now nobody goes to prison anymore. I think this is set in New York. Yeah, right? their laws are different. Yeah, everything looks like uh, New York rather than L.A. They show the outside, and it's, it's. I'm sure it's Canada. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably Toronto. Yeah, but Toronto can doubles as New York a lot. Yes. Um, but I. I yeah, I know what you're saying. The, the gun is fake. He wouldn't really get that much time. 
But I love the fact, I love those scenes, I've brought this up before, where the detective is like, I, I've seen people try the insanity plea. Come on, man. Right, yeah. And, he, and what the secret is, is he's fucking Ethan Embry's girlfriend. Right. And she's about to leave Ethan Embry for, for the detective. But he's like, right. he recognizes him immediately and is like, he looks at him when he's on the ground unconscious and he's like, okay, how do I come about this? Do I tell someone? But Ethan Embry's switching with the teller. So he then switches with the cop, who then the cop is in Ethan Embry's body at that point. Yeah. And he's like, I know your secret. And it cuts. Yeah, yeah. There's that great scene where the cop is yelling in the mirror. He's like, "Yeah, hey, honey, I know this is weird. Hey, honey. He's like trying to get his voice. I, I love everything about this episode. I really do. Get on the ground. It's, I got a gun. It's little yeah. fun moments that are just fun to watch. Yeah, and an it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's becoming more accurately. Yes, he's literally inhabiting other people's skin to learn how to act better. He's like Clayface from Batman. Yeah, it's just he switches with him, and then he goes to the to the like Starbucks or local coffee shop, and he's like, "Oh, he sees some cops coming, so he hands them, throws the bag over, and he, yeah, Mister, you left your bag." And he switches with the barista, who then takes off running. And switches yeah. with a jogger, and then he goes to the to Billy Porter's uh, psychic yeah. center in the most no, about, obvious setup ever. Don't go right. into him; he's a he's trying to take your money. And that character's right. out of there. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, but but what cracked me up though uh, at the end was the the sh- the uh, sh- the uh, gun crazy female police officers. Oh yeah, pull their guns out at everybody that's like moves an inch well at one point they're the ones that kill him at the end it's hilarious at one point he goes hey sex pistol he's being like yeah. stopped by these police who were like right were you at this coffee shop and like he's like yeah we know yeah yeah so like huh! yeah. and then he goes yeah, hey sex pistol and they go was that a was that a signal and they point their gun at the guy he yelled at and he's like what the the, the punk guy uh. And he goes to her, and he yells at an Asian girl across the street, and she yells at a homeless guy across the street. Not homeless, because he has a house. You, but. Know, you notice that he can't he can't transfer his his personality to someone else that glasses yes. on. And that's why at the end of the episode, he's wearing glasses, because that's keeping him from jumping bodies. That's what I'm saying. Which this was, episode was, was thought nice out. Trip. Yeah, it's really well done. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's neat. That's it was thought out and well done. And I was thinking uh, during the uh, ending, I'm like, what if he has to do a role without glasses? Wonder what it'll do then. Lenses. I don't know if the contacts would stop it though. They don't reflect they, it nearly as much glare. Well, you know, no, I think it, it would be like it'd be fine. I don't. Well, I think he has to. He, he, has he to do the forehead. Jump. He do the forehead thing. Yeah. The salesman tactic. Right. No, I just I thought it was a really well written and acted episode, and. It wasn't up its own ass. It was just here no. to tell you a fun sci-fi yeah. story, and that's there's no no politics at all, which was fucking refreshing. It was all I yeah. wanted from a Twilight Zone, but I yeah, I loved it so which, much that it really does crack my like top 10, yeah. 15 Twilight Zones of all time. Yeah, it was a good one. Problem is why did you why did you smile, <laughs> fucking bitch? Oh, I'm sorry. That was the other Twilight Zone episode where women were or, yeah, man on Earth is evil. And all the women are, are good, and, and we have to not touch them. Don't anyway. touch the rocks, otherwise you'll turn into a toxic masculinity. Oh, God, that's just so terrible. And, and it's like, I get why you're saying that, female writer, but I don't want to watch that in my sci-fi story. 
Right. And I, and can like, you? Can maybe you, you're just a bitch. How can, about that? Can you just make your own thing instead of bringing it in the Twilight Zone? That obvious? Maybe, maybe your attitude, because everybody doesn't treat you like, oh, oh you're objectified, whatever. Maybe no one was objectifying you. They just don't like you. How about that? How about you're just a bitch? Nothing wrong with that. Embrace it. And I, uh, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate just here like with some of these episodes, where I'm like, I get why you are the writer saying that. I totally do. But maybe this isn't the time or the place. A little hint, right. a hint of that. Like yes. That you have to have that as that the secondary plot, with... not the main focal point of the episode. Right. That's the, that's the drawback. Well, like, the worst one was that episode where it was the camera, and it was the black Rep- replay, the black yeah. sun, and they were being followed, replayed by the cop who just was like so insufferably awful. Where it's like that cop wouldn't exist. But then again, I'm like, yeah, maybe. They, I mean, I don't know. But it's at the end where all the cops come out and. The college, the black college, is, is like standing against them. It was, like, oh, it was too much both ways. Much. Too much. The cops were way too like, yeah. I want to shoot a black dude, and too much. The cop, the, yeah, the college yeah, is like, one hundred percent black, and like we're gonna film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just too much both yeah. ways, but because they they filmed Rodney King, that didn't do so well, and now he's dead. He died in his swimming pool. Oh, really? He drowned, he drowned in his swimming pool. Oh. Rodney King, airheads. Rodney King. He got high and he fell in his pool and drowned. The greatest Rodney King reference ever is in Airheads, where he comes out. Uh, Steve Buscemi comes out and he goes, "Rodney King, Rodney King." And yeah. they, cu- they cut to uh, Adam Sandler inside the building, and the girl goes, "Who's Rodney King?" And Adam Sandler goes, "Oh, he's that guy." <laughs> and that's it. That's all he says. Oh, he's that guy. Oh, oh he's funny. that guy. And that's all he says. And wow. It is... <laughs> that's an underrated classic. Is Airheads. Oh, I love Airheads. <laughs> Airheads was pretty funny. Frank and I talk about that a lot when we do our show. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. R.I.P. Frank. But yeah, uh, Frank's alive. <laughs> is he? Oh. I, I don't know. He wanted to do Saturday Night Lights, but I can't. He's right there. Oh. Or is he? This is the previous episode. I should have changed it. There we go. Oh, oops. Oh, there, there's there we go. This is better. That's Ethan Embry up there. That's what I wish. Oh man, if only. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I like the episode. I'm glad I saw it, and, and uh, hopefully, we'll never have to watch another one ever again. That's how I feel that you like this episode. Yeah. Just oh, you, you caught me off guard today when you, I didn't respond for a reason. I didn't, know, I didn't want to talk about it before before yeah, we went yeah, live. No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. No, it's I, I'm I'm I glad you you weren't just it. holding a grudge because Adam was kind of that way where he's like, nah, it's, uh, no. I'm like, no, if it's but good, it, I'll admit it's good. It's just it, it yeah. has to be, you know. If it's good, it's good. Just for the anima, the the thing about the the the, the uh, twenty the thirty thousand feet episode with Adam Scott, I didn't like it because it didn't make any sense. Even in the realm of suspension of disbelief, it didn't make any sense. And I'm fine with that. He's listening That's... to a podcast about the crash and then how, like, oh, everybody survived except one guy. And they can't figure out why the one guy died. Nobody ever found his body. And it's like, oh, because the whole fucking, the whole crew murdered him? Like, why would they kill him? 
I, I don't disagree no with anything you're saying. You are no, completely correct, but me. it's a matter of did it bother you or not. Right. It's yeah, the Dark Knight Rises. Did right. those yeah, did those yeah. things they don't explain to you, did that ruin your experience? No. For me it didn't. No, no that doesn't bother me in that case. But like some fucking that, some people hate the Dark Knight Rises because of the holes. And I'm like, it's Batman. Well, he's, ba- he's Batman. All that he's matters Batman. is that Batman's back. That's all Batman. that matters. Batman to get went to China to get a fucking guy that was the mob's lawyer, yes, the mob's accountant for Christ's sake. I don't need to see he's Batman back. travel across the the world to get yeah. back. Like he's back. I, I get a, it. I need a I need a plane. Yes. Like ticket for Gotham, sir. I can't land you in Gotham. Give me a plane ticket for this city next to Gotham. Okay. You want to do, see Batman do seven stops, one of Metropolis, and then, then Super, Superman drops him off? Is that what you want? You credit card? Yes, I do. Your credit card is declined. Uh, mileage. You do, <laughs> sir. What's your name? Bruce Wayne. Oh, well, shit. Shit. <laughs> Why did I dress as Batman for this flight? I can't wear this. Oh, fuck. Uh, you made a very big mistake. You, you do not know me. <laughs> oh, not half as great as yours. Um... This is directed by Peter Ad- Adencio. I don't know who that is. He... Uh, what else has he done? Oh, oh he directed that movie, The Machine, the Burt Kreischer movie. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. This is the first thing he's done since then. Oh, uh, he directed good. Key and Peele episodes, fifty-four episodes. Uh, so that's go. why he's. That's okay. Fine. That makes sense. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. He directed an episode of six episodes of John Claude Van Johnson. Oh. He directed the Keanu movie, which is Key and Peele as well. Right, yes, yes. He directed UCB comedy originals. Okay, so he's a comedy dude. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I think he did a fantastic job with this. He didn't overhand yeah. play his hand. Everyone's super just into yeah. the story and character, and it's not preaching, and it's just... That's good. It's just a good story. It's got, it's got comedy. Yeah. Like he turns into the little boy at one point because he yes. takes some of the... Little boy, I always thought it was little boy retarded, like uh, Tropic Thunder retarded. Well, like he's just like, kid. Mommy, and I'm like, You're way too old to be mommy. talking like that, bro. Mommy, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I agree, there's some issues with that, but but then again, the kid acts normal when Ethan Embry's in him. He so does. The kid was like, Hey, man, I'm sorry. Look, here's the deal I don't want his body, I want your body. And I like that he's like, Yeah, I'll change bodies with him, I'll change bodies, but not with him. <laughs> yeah. And then Ethan, then Ethan Embry gets shot and murdered by the two chick cops that are the worst in their job. And they kill they kill the detective in Ethan Embry's body. It is a little I will say this, there are some flaws where it's a little forced where the he's sitting there with Billy Porter and he's getting his like future red. Right. And he just for no reason looks at the skylight and he's like he sees teddy that bear. blue teddy bear. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry. And I was like, uh, yeah, a little forced. A little forced. Right, right. But you got to get to from point A to point B. doesn't right. distract me from the from the plot. Right. But it does seem a little far-fetched. I can't deny that. Well, I, wanted, uh, I would have liked to have had a, a cap on the episode of what happened to Keith. Did Keith run away and take the money? <laughs> And then have like the, the cop as the as Henry as the cop comes back and he kills Keith like because he's gone that far he's willing to go further, so he's just like a bad guy now. 
It's like Breaking Bad, but in night in fifty minutes. All right, here's the ending. <laughs> I found it as soon as it picks up with this. You hear that? You see the cops breaking into yeah. the background here. Right. Let yeah. me unmute it. So Ethan Embry is now in the cop's body. The cop though is in Ethan Embry's body Ethan and, Embry's and got his own gun back, pointing right. it on at himself. Right. <laughs> trying to de-escalate, de-escalate, and yeah. uh, the female cops show up. We assume it's the female cops. You can't really see. I, I, I'm going to go on record and say it's the female cops. This part is... Women shouldn't be in law enforcement. This is where it gets far-fetched, but I can ignore this. I can ignore some small stuff like this. And this is... Right. Wait, do you know him? Yeah, see, do you know him? And she's like, stop fucking around. Right, yeah. You know what this episode didn't do also? It didn't go, suck my pussy lips, you fucking cunt. Right, exactly. We were like, okay. It's it's fine. Yeah, they they go over the top of a lot of the other episodes with their language. I love the the episode The Comedian with Camille Nanjiani, but they go way too, like, we can swear, say whatever you want, be as offensive as possible. It's like, uh, why? In that episode, I, I think that's... In my, that's in my top five of, of 2019 Twilight Zones as well. Well, that's what made like old movies better because they had those moral codes. So they had to write clever dialogue to get around moral codes. So like instead of saying like, oh, I want yeah. to eat your pussy real good, they'd be like, I'm going to find a way to get into your flower bed and make it, <laughs> yeah. make it rain down on me. Something's, you know, like silly stuff. Or just Nobody to, does that anymore. They even if you do swear... They they said a word the, the last line of uh, one of the greatest movies of all time, Gone with the Wind, right. is Franklin Madera just don't give a damn. That's him right. saying go fuck yourself, bitch. Pretty much, yeah. Where she's like, he she's denying him the entire movie, and then finally yeah. she's like, I have finally found a way out. It's him. And by that time he's like, right. I don't give a damn. But it really is like right. go fuck yourself, bitch. Get the fuck out of my face, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, you dumb white bitch. Get out of here. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, they had to say that, and that's why it's like iconic now. Because it wouldn't be iconic yeah. if he's like, go fuck yourself. Like, that fuck would you, me. bitch. And he walks yeah. out to Snoop Dogg. Well, the, the town is da-da-da-da. burning. <laughs> it's the motherfucking double D-O-G. Snoop Dogg. da 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 I don't think it would work. It wouldn't work as well. I want to redo that ending now. da 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 Snoop Dogg! Da-de-da-de-da. It's the black. S-N-O-P. Snoop Dogg! What's up, bitch? Got my gun on my wind and my wind and my gun. My money is my currency. (laughs) Bury me with my currency. Oh, shit. When I die, I want to be high. Never worry, just bury me. Along with my currency. When I die, I want to be high. He was in Creed Fuck. too. Yeah. He was in Creed too. I was surprised. Like, oh, good for him. I mean, he's working quite a bit. He's doing a lot of work. I like that guy. He's a good actor. I like him for some reason. Yeah, he's good. He's in uh, he's The in Wire. Dread. He's in The Wire. He's the main character. A, not the main character, but the main bad guy in The Wire. But he gets outshined by everyone around him. <laughs> I almost feel bad for him. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Because his first in command is fucking Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> and then... You got Omar. Yeah, that's the thing. 
<laughs> it's yeah. like he gets buried, but yeah, he's great in that. He's not as great as yeah. this moment though in Twice on twenty two thousand two. The sunflower on my ass, if you're interested. Why is it in her ass? The good old video clips. This episode is a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, with, That's correct. With 1,600 reviews. I gave it a 10. Oh, wow, 10. Okay. Well, it's in my top 15. I yeah, I gave it a 10. I like it. Yeah, you give it a 10. It's good. It's your prerogative. You can do that. It's fine. What do you, what do you give this? Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, 8. 8? Okay. It's good, a solid good 8. No. I, I won't disagree. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I yeah. think if you watch this again, you'll enjoy it more. I think I yeah. tried to watch it in black and white, but for the fucking love of me, why did Paramount Plus, a subscription I paid for so we can watch this show together, get rid of TZ 2019, and they yeah. gave it over to Freebie on Amazon. So you got to watch it with, with right. goddamn ads now. And you can't watch the black and white you know version. Because they're getting paid to show it on other streaming service. And I'm fine That's with that. Why. But yeah. allow me to watch the black and white episodes. They, right. They have them showing there, but you can't watch them. Right. Because shame on you. And it's like, I want to... Remember, every episode so far that we've done a redux of, of 2019, I've done black and white version because I, I didn't watch them the first time around. Now that I have a chance, right. I can't do it. So it's like I'm fucked both ways. Like they won't let me do it anymore. Why is Freebie well, blocking them out or, or Amazon blocking buy, them out? You, you bought them on Blu-ray, didn't you? I have them on DVD, but those are just in color. Are they not? They don't have like a special feature option to watch it in black and white. I don't know because they're right here. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. in a box. That you and can't get I don't right think now. we're gonna. Anyway, um, I got the I got the notice. We're probably not. Oh. Anyway, sure. um, it's all right. We need like $35,000 to move. Do what Ethan Embry did. Fuck. Oh! Daddy! Oh! Daddy! Oh, no, I'm trapped in a retard's body. <laughs> but I got a big dick. Anyway, let's get out of here. Our next... Uh, oh, I got to play the outro, but I'll say our next TZ, TZ episodes. Excuse me. The next time, whenever we do this show again... It's going to be TZ85, Eye of Newton. TZ59 is the Long Morrow Redux. Uh, TZ85 Take My Life, dot, 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 please. Oh, no. And Night Gallery, Death on a Barge. I it sounds like know. it's going to be miserable. Take My what Life, please, sounds like a comedian. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, 80s comedians, uh, it's going to be painful. Yeah. Ethan Embry previously played Zach Walker in Time Lapse, 2002. Hey, all right. Why is that on here? Is that from TZ oh, 2002? I will agree with this, and this is this is true. This is something I should have brought up. This episode is a reimagining of the self-improvement of Salvador Ross from the original Twizem. Oh, okay. Where you can kind of do something similar. But yeah, it's, it's a reimagining, but definitely way better. Interesting. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Yeah. So long, citizens. Let's hear the outro. Fuck you. La da da da. Forty. Here we go. Harry Pine took a dangerous risk, one that cost him his body and his soul. But 
In a way, he caught the big break he was waiting for. Oh, it's the same camera from Replay, by the way, that he pulls a cassette out of. Uh, uh, for better or worse, he'll have plenty of time to practice for this performance. If you're looking for Harry Pine, you'll find him starring in the role of a lifetime on a show that will run forever. Here. In the Twilight Zone. Real quickly, it's not a morality tale. He doesn't learn a lesson. In fact, he gets ahead. Right. I, I like those Twilight Zone episodes where just he took advantage of the situation and, and won. Yeah. He wasn't punished. He didn't really do anything wrong to deserve punishment. It was a complete accident. He didn't mean for it to happen. Right. And he gets scolded by uh, Billy Porter's character. You're taking souls or whatever. Right, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that he's he doesn't apologize and he just does it and he wins. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's a refreshing little take on, on the Twilight Zone. But again, suspension of disbelief. Um, the cop that he takes the body over, doesn't he have does he have a family? Does he have mother and father and all this other shit? I don't know. It doesn't really come up. Well no, of course not, but I'm just saying there's a lot of questions that you can ask here. Well there are, but he's also his body's dead. Right, no, he's dead. Ethan Embry's dead. He can't go back. So I think, does he have to wear the glasses or is he stuck there forever now? I, you don't know. No, I think Ethan Embry wears the glasses to make sure that he can't get out of that. That's body. what I assumed as well, but like, we don't yeah. know. I don't think he knows, so he's just going to wear the glasses just in case. Right, I think it's, yeah, <laughs> like, it was a precaution yeah, on his end, yeah. I love when, I, it's a weird fact, but I love when the sci-fi is there, but not really explored. Right. It doesn't, it almost doesn't matter. And it's just, here it is, and... That's all that matters is the facts of he can switch bodies, and that's all you need to know. Here's the right, story. Right, sure, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they're not yeah, sitting there going yeah, like yeah. Uh, an ancient witch curse. They don't have bring right, in Vincent yeah, D'Onofrio. You got a bagul problem, and hey, I want to eat this sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, it got me in the middle of lunch at my uh, you know my house. Bagul. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell you over not Skype. Gabba, you got a bagul problem. Not gabagool, because it's not my sandwich. You got a bagool problem. I think your uh, husband's a babadook. Um, uh, here's the deal. You got a bagool. Yeah, there's no textbooks that explain the demon that cursed his family seven generations Wrong. ago. I, 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 I know. Hey, hey, hey. All of them talk about the bagool. What? That's all, it's all bagool. Oh. All of them. All of them. It's my bagool research. Bagul, yeah, it's a, it's a bagul. Rearrange uh, the letters, you're going to get bagul problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing, yeah, that's it. There's no G Why there, but... I even talk to you? Where All are right. you? Bye-bye. Bye, bagul.